Well, welcome back, guys, and we are back. I'm Julian, joined by my two co-hosts, as always. Jelly. Vince. And, guys, I am excited because we've talked about, you know, we have a special announcement here, but we've talked about beforehand, you know, I was going to share some documentary stuff that are interesting on YouTube, but the podcast actually got in touch with a creator of a documentary recently that just was done up in uh, March, and it's actually really, really good. So I was back and forth with this lady. Her name is Sandra, super sweet. And guys, I was super surprised after watching this. She she gave me the link and everything to go watch this documentary. It's called Poker Queens. It's on Amazon. And if you're outside of the United States, it's on Vimeo, I believe it's called. And mentioned, hey, let me know if you if you enjoy it. We can chat. But I actually heard her story before. There's a book out about it. I believe it's called The Black Widow. Is that right, Vince? Yes. Okay. So there's a story about her playing poker as a man and being in the disguise and stuff, which of course was super interesting. And I've heard this story on Gambling with an Edge, which I was super enticed to hear. Well, I think I remember mentioning something to Kelly, but now we actually have the opportunity to chat with her. And it gets even better because she put this documentary that also involves um, basically the evolution of women in the poker scene. And it's actually really, really good. I really enjoyed it. So I thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Vince, have Callie watch it as well, and see what your guys' thoughts were on it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I watched it yesterday um, with Julian, and it was his second time watching it. And I, I, my, my mom used to watch poker, st- poker tournaments like the, on TV, like uh, that they were showing them on the, on the cable channels. She loves watching the seven-card stud and all that, the Texas Hold'em. So I would watch it on there. I've never actually played. Yeah. Um, but I, I understand the concept of it, but it was an eye opener for me to see how many women have, have, you know, at least tipped the scales to get in there because everything I've watched on TV, like from, and I haven't watched in probably four or five years, it was all males that, you know, that I was watching at the tables. So I was excited as a woman to see these other females coming into this field and, you know, taking some authority and it's, it's really, it was fun for me to watch. It really was. Yeah, and for me, I, I, I really liked because it had a mix. Um, you know, back in the poker boom, you know, whatever, 10 plus years ago, somewhere in there, um, she had a lot of the women on there that, that started it yeah. that I was watching on TV at the time. You know, there was uh, Kathy Liebert and uh, Jennifer Harmon and, and those girls. But it's also, I liked it because it started showing the influx of like the top ladies today. So it sort of showed the evolution where, you know, there was only two or three and now there's, you know, just for the documentary, but there's, you know, at, at least 20 names, I think I wrote down. Yeah. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, there's a lot more than even that are, are playing. So for me, it, it was it was good to sort of see that evolution because there were the original name. Uh, it even goes back to, you know, Barbara Enright, who was the first lady at the final table of the World, of the World Series of Poker main event. And then it goes through her. And, it, you know, it, it 
dives into you know no lady has has made a final table since then but if you watch this documentary it shows that they're right on the cusp of uh, of breaking through that glass ceiling as it were you know and for me that that was really cool to see just the evolution of of how it's come about and you know and in her side her side story it's almost like there's two different things going on there was the whole black widow part of it and then but then i think you know the main theme of it was the the uh, evolution of the women's poker so i'm I'm really i really enjoyed it i'm really excited you guys enjoyed it because you know you guys know me especially listeners of the podcast you guys know i'm not a poker player and i've told you guys you know the the mind game always fucks with me and i just i can't do it right but it brought some other things to my attention like something i never thought about like the women being at the table, you know, obviously it's it's a big deal in poker, but, you know, I'm so used to blackjack tables that I don't even consider it. I'm used to at least one, two, three women there, sometimes me being the only guy. So that was never right. even in the back of my mind. But I think the other surprising thing was, like you said, Vince, the people that she brings up and the people that are in this documentary. And that's one thing that's juicy about it is because you get to learn who some of these women are and you naturally start to like and root for these people because you're like, man, they're just everyday people who have a knack for poker and have been doing this and willing to put the grind and time in. And then not only that, she was like, hey, if you guys are interested, you know, if you guys want to chat with anybody, we're willing to, you know, uh, get you guys in contact with anybody that's in the video. And there's some pretty big names that I'm pretty excited to see if, you know, we can potentially get on the podcast and hear some of their backstories and how they got involved with poker as well. Yeah, uh, one of the ones, I mean, obviously, if you're a poker fan, one of the ones that, that's in the documentary is Daniel Negreanu. And he's, you know, 1A, 1B, 1C, whatever you want to call it, of the poker world. Yeah. And definitely one of the, the most recognizable faces. So yeah. if you're a poker person, you know, he, he's in this documentary as well. Um, and he talks about, you know. Uh, the advantages and disadvantages of women um, at the poker table. So it it was really interesting for me. And for me, it was interesting because like I said, you know, when I started, it was in the middle of the poker, poker boom, you know, 10 years ago. And there might, might be no women at the table and there might be one woman. And I've seen guys, you know, Oh, I don't want to bet into you. And, you know, just, just tech honey and, you know, stuff like that. Things that we didn't think about back then, but when you look at it now, you know, it was really demeaning and stuff. And I know that wasn't there in, Attention, you know, to, yeah. but they they definitely had advantages as well as the disadvantages, and this documentary goes into that, which I really liked as well. What I what I enjoyed about it is when me and Kelly watched it, she saw this makes me want to go play poker, man. Like I'm like, yeah, right, because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's juicy. It kind of gets you into the mood of it, and you know, you're learning so much while you're going. And again, just a big kudos to Sandra and just her whole approach to this because she she's a, a filmmaker from LA, but. She did this kind of like as we do this as a hobby. So her creativity and putting the whole thing together was really neat. You know, the music, um, some of the scenes, there's a lot of Vegas involved, obviously. So that's a big part of why I think the listeners really enjoy this. So that's why we wanted to put this little special announcement together for you guys to let you guys know we will be having her on the show. Of course, we're going to have plenty of questions. So that might even lead into a two part series. But just on top of it. Go check this documentary out. It's really worth watching. It's $2.99. It's on Amazon. And again, it's called Poker Queens. And so that's going to be your guys' quarantine homework this week is to check out this video. (laughs) Um, And that way, when you guys hear us interact with her and anybody that comes up on the show, you guys will know what we're talking about and where we got the info from. So again, guys, 
thanks for recording with me and doing this real quick. I wanted to put this up as soon as possible. That way, you know, we can get her her video uh, watched and the community involved because I know a lot of people are going to enjoy this. Uh, Jay, let me say something real quick. I, I also wrote down it's only an hour and 20 minutes, so it's not like a big time sink yeah. either. I, I mean, you can get through it. You know, you don't have to like reserve your night to watch the movie. It, it's a it's a pretty fast uh, uh, movie. Right. And it was really intriguing as well. You know, I mean, I've never really like thought about Texas Hold'em as, you know, anything, you know, you go to a casino and you gamble yeah. like the the topics that she brought up. I mean, after I was finished, I was really like, no, this isn't gambling. This really is a mind sport because <laughs> it is so psychological how you can really have nothing every single hand. And if you are better at you know, pardon my French mind fucking people. Yeah. You can win every time. Yeah. Right. There was that, there was that one hand that they showed. Yeah. 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 The one hand where the girl had nothing and the other girl had, had her she beat had it, yeah. and she yeah. bluffed her out of it. You know, that, yeah. was, you know, so that, that was always one of the things that I liked about poker is, is it's uh, not just the cards, you know, it's, it's the people that you're interacting with, you know, can, can I get in this guy's head? Can I figure him out? Can he figure right. me out? That type of thing. So there's, there's a big metal level to it. So yeah, right. I never thought about it until I watched this, this documentary yesterday. So kudos to Sandra. I thought she did a great job putting it together. I thought the, that the documentary was well-made. Um, it's a great insight into the, you know, Texas Hold'em in general, but women in, in Texas Hold'em specifically. And I thought it was a, a great job and I really enjoyed it. Yes, awesome. me too. Definitely. I'm going to go ahead and put some of the audio in from the documentary here so you guys can get a listen of what you're getting ready to watch. But it's really good. Enjoy, guys. And until we talk to you next week, cheers. 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 They say that the game of poker takes five minutes to learn and a lifetime to master. But it only takes about 30 seconds to notice that almost all poker players are men. The biggest poker competition in the world happens every year in Las Vegas. It's been going strong for more than half a century. It's called the World Series of Poker. This is where it all happens. Win or lose, take it with the passion. Fortune's on the line, but you know you gotta look straight down, not around. Dreams come true with it going out in flames. That's just how it is in this game. Cause the best players in the world are giving it their all. Winning a bracelet in the WSOP main event is the most prestigious prize in poker. Using skill, mathematics, aggression, creativity, intuition, and luck, players knock each other out of the game until there's only one table left, the final table. Only one woman has ever made it to the final table of the main event at the World Series of Poker in all of its first 50 years. Poker has its own subculture with so many resources for education and entertainment. There are poker magazines, poker vlogs on YouTube, there are poker cruises, poker podcasts, lines of clothing just for poker players. Poker even has its own coffee. There are dozens of poker books and poker tournaments all over the world, many with their own TV shows. There's even an unofficial poker uniform and generally includes comfortable clothes, a backpack filled with things like energy drinks, water, and nutrition bars, and definitely sunglasses. 
It's very hard to say what I do or like explain a poker tournament. My number one reference is golf. It's so easy to understand in golf terms, like, okay, all these really good golfers come together, they create this big purse or prize pool, and then they get paid out based on their performance. A lot of times luck is a factor. Your ball could hit a rock on the side of the fairway. Um, you know, your swing could be off by one, one little tiny thing, whatever. Um, so luck does play a huge factor, but in the end, and over the course of 100 tournaments, you're gonna see like a lot of the better players be at the top a lot. On the competitive side of it, it's the same. Everything is dependent on your own self. You don't depend on anyone else. Yes, you can depend on your caddy, whatever, but like in, at the end of the day, it's all in your own personal control. It made me realize that because of ego or pride, or maybe because they wanted to be alpha, it was gonna be very difficult to play regular poker against men. I had to be creative. In general, I'd say with poker, you always want to do what people don't think you're going to do, or you always want to do the opposite of what they're doing. I had to find a way to beat these guys at their own game. I had to think completely out of the box and do something unexpected. I was going to need to be creative and unconventional to keep myself in the game. We are going to be transforming you into a man. <laughs> Starting poker kind of late in life, I didn't really think I had time to ever become as amazing a player as someone like Jennifer Harmon or Liv Bree. But at least in the very moment I was at right now, I could level the playing field. And this is a full human hair, hand ventilated beard, so it's gonna look the most realistic. Once that's glued on, I think that one actually will be really good. You like that one? Yeah. Okay, let's do that one. Yeah? Yeah, do you Perfect. think we should do a mustache or just? Yeah, for okay. sure. Okay, yeah. thank you. Of course. And I decided it was time I went to my first World Series of Poker event. Besides, I had a secret weapon. This is a version of me I call Sam. I go with the name Sam because it's very similar to my real name. So I can pass when I use my ID to register for tournaments as a man. Traveling in my motorhome gave me the freedom to go from one casino to the next, practicing before I went to the big event. Heads, I dress as a man. Tails, I dress as a woman. And then I heard this on a podcast. A woman selling a book wants to play in one or more World Series events dressed as a man. You have been quoted as saying that the World Series of Poker is opposed to this and will stop it if it can. What I tried to explain to her and her people is she's going to lose her $10,000 buy-in. The World Series of Poker let me know that if I showed up playing as a guy, they would kick me out and I would lose $10,000. I didn't go to the WSOP in order to do publicity for my book. I did not plan to dress as a man and play the World Series of Poker main event as a man to promote my book. I wrote the book so that I could take a tax write-off for all my tournament losses. Unfortunately, once they threatened me with $10,000 penalty and throwing me out of the tournament, I couldn't afford to take the chance. I talked to a couple lawyers and they told me I really didn't have a case. But. I am a filmmaker, and that didn't stop me from going back to the World Series of Poker the following year to do a documentary about the best women in poker. 
you won't do the documentary if is in it. But she's a big part of poker. I think she, I'm pretty sure she has to be in it. Whenever there's women involved, there's drama, isn't there? You know, first I had who basically said yes, that she would do an interview with me. Next thing you know, she's too busy, she's too busy, she's too busy. Then it was, well, are you offering compensation? I was like, no, because we're supposed to be a documentary. You have 24 hours to take her off your website. Well done. I was gonna do this really nice package about and how wonderful she is. And now here, now here, look where we are. Good job. So yeah, she said she would do an interview. So I was excited, yay, I wrote that. She didn't say she was producing it, anything like that. So she ends up backing out. And believe me, that wasn't an easy back out. That was a no lube, I have the longest dick in the world back out. Blah, blah. We'll take your money away, blah, blah. I was so down, and then I remembered something that Daniel Negrano used to say in his video vlogs. Well, actually, Sylvester Stallone originally said it, and then Daniel Negrano said it. I think I needed to channel my inner Daniel Negrano channeling his inner Rocky. You just gotta take the beats and keep on coming. It's not how hard you hit, it's how hard you can get. get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. In poker, you've just got to roll with the punches. You've got to be one of the guys. And especially if you're playing in a home game, if you're there and you're like, oh, my delicate ears, oh, don't talk about, you know, this or that, you're not going to get invited back. We're showing up. We're confident. We're ready to win. I tried playing poker as myself. I tried playing poker as a girly girl. I even tried playing poker as a man. But one thing I found out, having talked to all these professional poker players, the best women in the world, is that you really have to study. You have to dedicate yourself to the game. And there's no shortcuts.